All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Work From Home Nomad podcast. I'm your host, Wilson, where I ask super adventurous and down-to-earth work-from-home nomads from all over the world the same questions, and the resulting stories are always different, interesting, and exhilarating. And today, I have the privilege of interviewing the one and only, the original <laughs> Mr. Latin America, Jay. <laughs> Jay, how are you doing today, bro? What's up, man? Good, good to be here. Glad to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for being on. Really appreciate it. And where are you right now? I'm in Lima, Peru, right now. All right, cool. And what brought you to Lima? So I, I originally went there for the first time in 2019, before uh -huh. the pandemic, and uh, I spent spent a month here. Um. Like I, I think the coolest thing about the city is like the in in general Peru has like amazing food. Yeah, they have a really cool history. Like uh, they've still preserved a bunch of their history. And then I, I grew up by the beach, you know, mm -hmm. in Southern California. So I, I just love looking at the beach every day. Yeah. So that's a big part of it too. I just love being near. Like I can now. Can I show the? I don't yeah, know. Right on. I'm terrible at like Zoom, but uh, can you see that? Can you see that, dude? You're yeah, just flexing yeah. at this point, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I love seeing the ocean every day, so yeah. that's the thing for me too. Yeah. So Living for the spot, city, but near the ocean, you know. Yeah. No, that's perfect. So for the Spotify and Apple uh, music podcasters, um, Jay was just flexing basically and showing his incredible view of his apartment and with the panoramic view of say that's the Pacific ocean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you in Miraflores? Not right now. I stayed in Miraflores the first time and then okay. I've also stayed in Bronco, which is okay. the other, the other cool neighborhood in Lima. Uh, I'm staying uh, more of a local neighborhood. I haven't right. seen a, a gringo here the whole time. Uh, <laughs> right on. But it's called San Miguel. Okay, but it's, cool. Nice. It also uh, has like a, a malecon where you can walk <laughs> and everything. Oh, right on, man. All right, cool. Well, uh, just to give a little background on Jay um, and how I know Jay. So uh, back when I first started this journey myself, um, I went to Guadalajara. And Jay was actually my first uh, foreign friend. He was my first non-Mexican friend. Uh, so that's why I'm really excited to interview him today. Uh, we have a lot of great memories. Um, let's just say we, we tore it up, the Guadalajara uh, clubs and just time. the city. <laughs> we had a great time. Uh, so, you know, I, obviously Jay and I go way back. Um, and a little bit more about Jay as he mentioned, he was born and raised in Long Beach, California, um, just outside of Los Angeles, but it is in LA County. Uh, he studied at San Diego State, Cal State Dominguez. Uh, he studied marketing, but then afterwards you worked in your family's construction business for a few years. Uh, and then you switched over to a coding boot camp uh, because you figured that was a better fit for you. Uh, so now you are a programmer um, or you became a programmer a few years ago and you still are a programmer today. Is that correct, Jay? Yeah, I, so I went to the boot camp in 2014. Mm -hmm. And since then I've been a programmer. Nice, right on. 
And what made you transition to become a programmer? So, so when I finished the school, like graduated university, I, I don't know why I studied marketing. You know, <laughs> I, it seemed cool. You know, it sounded cool. But yeah. I guess I'm one of many people who maybe didn't pick the best degree for their, they're not even using their degree at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, when I graduated, it was the recession from like, uh, you know, the real estate crash and everything. Mm -hmm. And so there were just like no jobs at all. Like yeah. every interview I'd go to, like 200 people were interviewing for that one position for marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, uh, this, this, this seems great. Uh, yeah. so that was mm -hmm. tough. So my, my family has a business in construction for like 30 years. So I went to work with them. I, uh, cause I needed to work, you know, I needed to get started in something. So I helped, I learned like about the management of that, some of the, the sales. And then I also learned how to do electrical. So yeah. I was an electrician also. Yeah. So that, that was cool. I, I learned something about the family business, but then I knew, I knew, deep inside of me it wasn't my it wasn't my dream you know right <laughs> i i wanted some more adventure i wanted to you know maybe work in something that's more a fit for my personality mm -hmm. so i was i was looking always on the lookout for like an option of what to get into mm -hmm. and then when i i saw this like programming boot camp was new in la like it was literally, it had been there for like maybe three or four months. Like it was pretty, pretty new. And I saw this and I'm like, immediately like a light bulb clicked in my head. Like, oh, this is amazing. Like this is the future right here. Right. <laughs> this was in 2014. Yeah. yeah. And then I just did everything I could to get accepted into that school. Like I would mm -hmm. go hang out with them, you know. I would go over to the school and try to like socialize with all the people who select who gets into the school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I got into it. And basically once I got into that, I just put all my energy into that, into learning programming. Yeah. And yeah, I was able a few months after I finished the school, I started working at a startup company in LA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then from there, I just, I've still just been programming the whole time. Right on. And uh, I guess fast forward to 2021, you are working remotely. You're traveling at the same time. So when you could take me back to 2014, uh, did you have that intent where you're going to say, I'm going to be a programmer also because I want to travel and work at the same time? I'm kind of, but not, not totally. Like I, I always had that dream to do traveling. Like that yeah. was always interesting to me. Like I, my first trip was like when I was 21, I went to Thailand. And uh, after that trip, I was just like, man, I don't want to be this. Awesome. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, like, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, same, same with me. Um, you know, this work from home, opportunity just kind of came up. I didn't really have that kind of intent. Um, it just kind of naturally happened. Uh, and it sounded like you um, were able to negotiate as well saying, Hey, like I'm adding value. Hey, I'm getting my work done. 
um, can I do this full time? And the first step was Austin, right? Yeah. Um, so you were originally in LA, then you took a small step. Actually, I shouldn't say that because LA to Austin is pretty big. <laughs> the move is, yeah. is, is yeah. quite different. Yeah. So you went to Austin and then after that, you made the move to Medellin, right? That was your big first step move. Uh, so can you guess, tell us a little bit about that? So, so I, I didn't move to Medellin, but basically first I moved to Austin and at the time, you know, that felt, that felt huge to me, you know, because yep. my entire life I lived in LA basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I, I remember like, you know, I drove with my dad from LA to Texas. Yeah. And I just remember that feeling like, Oh shit. Like I'm, I'm literally like leaving LA. And then I, yeah. the whole time I'm like, <laughs> damn, I'm leaving LA. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was pretty intense for me at the moment. Uh, and then I lived there for about six months, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Uh, got, and I, you know, like I also wanted just more control over my, my time, you know? Yeah. I, I know how I work best. Like I can control the office environment and everything. Uh, so that was big for me. Yeah. And then, uh, so I got interested, like, I'm like, man, hmm. Columbia looks cool. Like <laughs> Medellin looks cool. Like I shouldn't yeah. take a trip there for like a week to see if like, you know, if that's something I could be doing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I remember buying a flight like in 2017 mm -hmm. and I flew down, like I stayed, I rented an Airbnb somewhere and I, mm -hmm. I didn't speak any Spanish in that moment. Like mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I don't even think I had data in my phone. And like, uh, <laughs> so I was, I was pretty, pretty nervous going over there, you know, yeah. but usually my excitement outweighs my nervousness. So I went yeah. for the, the excitement and, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I had an amazing time. Like I saw it was possible to just do the same thing, but in Medellin yeah. or another place. And that's yeah. what I'm like, Oh, I should just do this. You know? Yeah. So can you take me back? to that you know what were your paranoid moments like did you have any reservations like you know do you remember those thoughts like oh gosh maybe i shouldn't do this because you're you're traveling to medellin mm -hmm. you you know you knew zero spanish at the time um and i presume you went by yourself right yeah and and you know what they say about colombia right oh like the oh it's a dangerous country which obviously I'm sure you would disagree with me on that. Right. Um, like it's, it's, as long as you take precautions, it's a, it's a relatively safe country. Yeah. Uh, but you know, those, did you have any of those negative thoughts and like those paranoid thoughts as you were evaluating your decisions on pros and cons? Well, I, I know like most people that maybe don't, don't go to Latin America, they might say like, uh, it's so dangerous, you know? I, I never had that exact feeling. Like I never felt like it was dangerous mm -hmm. or not as dangerous as people make it out to be. Yeah. Uh, but like, obviously when you go alone, you need to be smarter. You know, like I was like, man, I really don't want to get drugged right now. Like, when, you know that, <laughs> you know that, you know that powder they talk about, like yeah. in, in <laughs> Colombia, the, uh, I, I don't know the thing they put in your drink. Yeah. I was like looking at people like the first night, like while drinking, I'm like, I don't want anyone to get a chance to put anything in my drink. So that, uh, like in the beginning, I had some nerves for sure about that kind of thing. Yeah. 
And so you were in Medellin for how long again? About a, about a week and a half. Okay. And then you went so, back to Austin after that, right? Yeah. And then I, and then once I went back to Austin, like all these, like, you know, processes in my head started like moving along and I'm like, Hmm. Yeah. I could, I could do that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then I <laughs> just started like, yeah. And then I just started scheming. Man, I, I, I started reading about taxes and reading about everything you should do, like all the optimal stuff. And then right. I just decided to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm going to start as soon as the new year starts, I'm going to do yeah. it. So yeah, that was, that was basically it. That's awesome. And then after that, you went to Mexico city, right? And that's where you started to do this full time. Is that right? Yeah. And I was like, I, my original plan was like, yeah, Mexico city was cool. I'll, I'll just get an Airbnb for like one month. You know, I'll probably leave after that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then like after like, so I went, I went in New Year's like uh, of 2017, like the 31st of 2017, celebrated New Year's and then uh, started my time there. Yeah. And then after like three days, I'm like, I like rented another Airbnb for like three months. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll stay longer. <laughs> right on. And then after your Mexico City stint, that's when you migrated over to Guadalajara, right? Yeah. Yeah. Around uh, July, I think, of that yeah. 2018. Yeah. And then that's exactly when I did my Medellin test. Your The Jay's version of the Medellin <laughs> test I did with Guadalajara. And you were there. Uh, and so, you know, we were, um, I, I don't know, like for me, I, I think it's really important to make friends with foreigners uh, as well as locals. So you get that mix, right? You get the cultural mix, but then you also, you can relate really well to foreigners or like people from your home country. And I always thought, oh, Jay, Jay's doing it. I can do it. Um, and then from that point on, that was my test. And I, I went back to San Francisco and then I went back to Guadalajara again, full time. Uh, so that was a, that was a great summer. <laughs> um, uh, I think, I think you moved there the same week as me, probably Yeah. like in Guadalajara. Yeah. And then like, yeah. yeah, we hung out, had a good time. Yeah. Uh, and then you probably knew after that time, you're like, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, um yeah sorry go ahead now nah, like the wheels start spinning in your head i think exactly. i think you know when you, you do like a some kind of big experience that you've never done before mm -hmm. and then when yeah. you get back to wherever you came from the everything is like in your head and you're just thinking about it and it kind yeah. of builds up yeah because so when i went back i was like i'm definitely coming back uh yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and i think like just generally speaking whenever i speak to um people thinking about adapting this work from home mad lifestyle, I tell them basically what I did and what you said you did with Medellin and Mexico city, I say, start small, mm -hmm. maybe take a week, maybe take two weeks, you know, don't give up your current lease. Um, yeah. Ease into it because it's, it's a big decision and it's, you know, it's not for everybody, but it is a rewarding decision, rewarding lifestyle after you get into it, if you end up liking it. Yeah. Uh, would you agree with that? 
Yeah, like, because, like, for me, I, I, I didn't even move out of the U.S. first. I moved to Austin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even that was a big feeling to me. Like, I felt, because I was in a new environment, and it's not yeah. really anything like L.A., for example. Right. Yeah. So that, that was, like, how I got comfortable first. And then from there, I'm like, hmm, maybe yeah. there's more, you know? <laughs> But Maybe you definitely don't even you yeah. don't even have to go out of like I like Mexico is so close that it makes sense to just go there. You know, it's like yeah, two or three hours away in an airplane for most people right. in the U.S. Yep, agreed. And so you know, you went to Medellin, you went to Mexico City, and then you went to Guadalajara. Obviously, we became good friends, but before that. When you went to Medellin, Mexico City for the first time, you know, I'm just curious, how did you make friends? Um, I, I think I went, I spent more time, like, this was the pre-pandemic, so I spent a lot of time, like, trying to socialize. Like, mm-hmm. almost every day in the beginning, I would go to some kind of meetup, or uh, that was my main thing of, my main meetup. way of trying to meet people, you know? Yep. Yep. Or I, and then once I met a few friends, then I would go with those friends out to like bars or nightlife, you know? Yeah. And then that kind of <laughs> just extended like that. That was basically at first I tried to make some friends. And then after I had some friends, I tried to go out to, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, once you make one friend, that mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's all you really, that's all it takes, right? You make one friend, yeah. that one friend introduces you to their friends bam, you have a network of friends done. Yeah. Uh, and it yeah. just spreads like wildfire. Um, and, you know, if people are open to that, it's, I think it's a lot easier to make friends than, than what people think uh, when moving to, you know, a country by yourself. At least that's what yeah. I think. I yeah. think it's easier uh, because other people are in the same situation as you too. Right. Exactly. So they, they're, they're in the same mindset as you. Like, oh, I'm new here too. Hey, yeah. I want friends. Hey, he wants yeah. friends. Like, chill. Hey, <laughs> <sure>, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's all about the math, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, when you're traveling to all these cool places, uh, you're also having to work at the same time. So, yeah. how do you stay focused and disciplined? And how do you prioritize? Um, you know what you need to work on and what you need to get done before you start having fun and enjoy the, uh, the place that you're at. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you have to prioritize the money, right? Yeah. Because, because everything else is cool, but nothing's happening unless you're getting shit done for your, you know, your client or your boss or whoever, you know, right. Like they should be <laughs> your a high priority for you because you mm-hmm. still need to be professional, even if, yep you're not in one location right and getting shit really keeps people happy you know right absolutely so i i try to keep that in my mind whenever i'm like every day because Mm -hmm. that's the main reason i can do this you know right yeah you make things sound so simple jay uh but no i i agree with that um you know it's I think that like I, I went to a hostel the other month and 
I, I don't know, just people were just drinking around me and I was laser focused, staring at my Excel spreadsheets and people were yeah. just like, how are you doing yeah. this, Wilson? I say, I, I know that I'm, I'm privileged to have this opportunity. I don't want to give it up. I know like I have to do this. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of programmed in me already. It sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you just, you just have to get the work done, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise if you, you fail, you're kind of like giving into the idea that it's not really the most effective way of being it, Right. Of working. Yeah. yeah. You have to right do on. your end of the bargain. Right. Absolutely. So what has been your proudest moment um, or moments throughout this journey? I think the, the beginning moments were the, the proudest moments, you know? Yeah. Because not everyone thinks to just do these things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like if you look at the average person in USA, how many mm -hmm. percent of people do you think actually is? Right. And actually, I'll take a step further. How many actually have passports? Uh, you know, I think there was some crazy statistic where it was like, I don't know, was it over half or something? Um, and then you have, I, I don't know, just it, it's, it's a privilege to be an American. I, I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely feel lucky. Like, especially, yeah. you know, the more, the more you, you travel, the more you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm pretty lucky. You know, this is yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing to note with that is that we can travel to a lot of countries without needing a visa first, whereas the exact opposite, the flip side of that, is that people need to verify that they have a stable job, that they have a stable income in order to enter, I don't know, like the United States, for example, or Europe. Uh, right. and, and so it's, it is, I think, a, a definitely a privilege to to be an American citizen in that regard, in terms of traveling. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I guess like after Guadalajara, you had a quick stint in Europe, right? Am I remembering correctly? It wasn't a part well, of the I, questionnaire, but. <laughs> so I, I did a little bit more Mexico. Like I yeah. was hooked on Mexico for some reason. Yeah. Like I kept <laughs> feeling that FOMO. Like I, I just want to know this Mexican place first before I go. Like yeah. I somehow I couldn't leave Mexico. It took me like, <laughs> like a year and a half to leave Mexico. Yeah. To ever go to another country because I just yeah. was so hooked on Mexico. Yeah. But then I, I actually left and then I did go to Europe. Mm -hmm. That was my next little trip. Mm -hmm. And I was there for about five months, four or five months, something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Can you remind me where in Europe you went? I can't remember. It was like Ukraine, so I, right? Yeah, I visited a, a friend in Ukraine. I went to Greece. Um, I went to Lithuania. Mm -hmm. I went to Spain. I went to France. And a little bit of... I have a cousin in Denmark, so I went there and mm -hmm. Germany too. Right. So that Very was cool. that was a fun... Because I, I never did the, the like Euro trip when I was younger. Right. Right. So I, I was like, oh, cool. This is my first time where I get to look <laughs> at stuff over here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so you went to Europe. Did you have to adjust your working hours because you were in a different time zone? 
yeah for me i had to like it sort sort of like i need to communicate with people mm-hmm. but not not like i don't have to do meetings all day mm-hmm. so for me it's probably easier than someone who has to do meetings yeah because i can do my work in regular time mm-hmm. but then i just need to communicate like do a night meeting instead of a uh, a morning meeting or something you know what i mean right yeah yeah so somebody like me i probably can't pull that off as easily because i have about five or six hours of meetings every day so yeah during us hours so it's tougher for me but yeah it would be more stressful i think i think in general i prefer being in the u.s time yeah just for work reasons you know mm-hmm. yeah um so you're you're a programmer uh what languages do you do you code in so my main language is uh, JavaScript. JavaScript, and then within JavaScript, you have all these different frameworks that people use to build apps. But I would say it's probably one of the most famous languages right now. Yeah. Would you say you'll want to continue doing programming for uh, the rest of your career, or you know, or what are you thinking as your career aspirations? So I want to. I want you know, get as much out of programming that I can because I put the effort in to, to get good at it. And also it's a pretty good career, you know? Yeah. Like, like it keeps being, it's a useful skill. That's going to also be useful in the future. It's not like a dying, a dying skill. Yeah. So right now I want to maximize what I can do with programming, but Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to do it for my whole career. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I, curious. I think I think I'm curious. I'm curious, and I like to try new things. So I don't think I want to just do programming forever. Yeah, yeah. Some people, some people want to do that forever. Uh, some people don't. But <laughs> and then yeah. for for traveling, yeah. uh, what plans do you have for the future? So for for now, I just want to like get settled in one place. So right now I'm just trying to stay settled in Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm looking into visas right now, in order mm-hmm. to be able to stay for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. But that's my my goal for now. I just want to like focus on working and just mm-hmm. having kind of like a stable life. Because yeah. sometimes when you're moving around too much, you just you know it gets tiring. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think all humans like to have a stable moment in life you know (laughs) agreed agreed but in Uh, the future i'd like to just you know go to every country in my time yeah that's the goal yeah (laughs) um so you know why lima why is lima the place where you're planting your flag is it just because simply the timing um with everything that's going on or um I mean, obviously you like Lima. Um, you you yeah. showed me your incredible panoramic view of the ocean, of the beach yeah. outside your apartment. So I don't blame you at all. Uh, but I was curious if you considered other places in Latin America before you decided to to stay in Lima. Um, in this in this moment, I think it's just about the timing. Uh, like I, I like the city in general. Like I like the country. Um, I'm kind of wanting to just stay in one place right now like not i don't have the energy to go to another place right now and then also uh, i'm dating a girl that that's living here also so (laughs) i have to i have to include that that part of it too you know right (laughs) and that's nice that's nice thing you know 
yeah. above the flexibility, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I think I was talking with my friend in episode one, Yosuke, where, uh, you know, another one of the great things about this um, lifestyle is you meet a girl. Oh, okay. You can, you can uh, be in a different city. You can be in the same city as she is. Uh, and because, you know, life happens, right? So you have yeah. that flexibility. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's really cool. You know, you can yeah. just, you know, see, see it through. Yeah. Right on. Uh, and just, and you speak Spanish. So I was curious how you learned it. Um, you've been in Latin America for a few years now, but you know, how was the journey of to, to learning Spanish? Yeah. So I guess, I guess it's been an up and up and down journey. Like mm -hmm. right now I'm not, I'm, I'm decent at Spanish, but I haven't been practicing. Uh, but when I first, first arrived in Mexico city, I, I didn't mm -hmm. speak any Spanish at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 I was kind of like too confident about Spanish. Like, you, you know, and before you do something hard, you're like too confident about it. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll probably just socialize with people and then like absorb, like, I'll just start like accidentally talking in Spanish you know <laughs> yeah that's how i uh, like i'll probably in three months or something yeah uh and then i got there and like realized what i said i'm like oh <laughs> this is hard so like in the first five or six months i was socializing i learned like some things just from life for example like you know when you buy buy something i had to learn the numbers yeah so like I just learned the things that I was forced to learn in the beginning. Like, well, I have to know numbers no matter what to buy right. things. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that was my things. first, my first level of Spanish. Just yeah. all the forced life encounters that you have, you know, from mm -hmm. the immersion. Right. And then after that, I'm like, oh, I'm still kind of like sad. I'm not that good at talking. So, <laughs> so I started a uh, school in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. I started going like Monday through Friday for mm -hmm. a couple hours each day. Yeah. And then in that, that moment I started to be able to have like conversations mm -hmm. and then, and then in Colombia when I was living there in Bogota, mm -hmm. I, uh, up like last year in 2020, I started in January and then I continued through the quarantine up until like July or August. So, mm -hmm. Dang. I definitely put in some time. That was yeah. that was probably helped the most. You know, you have to put in the time, but then also talk to people. Yeah, I remember that. I think I remember you. Uh, I think it was like during your lunchtime that you went to uh, classes in Guadalajara. I remember you yeah. put in the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on, man. Uh, I guess uh, to you know, I think we're at the thirty-minute mark ish, but. Um, you know, to, to close things out, there are probably people who probably a lot of people who are thinking about adapting this lifestyle, but maybe they are nervous, uh, or they have reservations. Uh, so do you have any general advice to give them, um, to really get their foot in the door? I think, well, first of all, you need to think about the excitement more, yeah. you know, like yeah. just think about the excitement maybe don't think about the, the nervous part. I don't know if yep. that's possible, but I think you'll have, <laughs> you'll have both feelings. You'll have both mm -hmm. feelings, but it doesn't hurt to try to 
go more into the excitement part, you know? Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't have to be like some life altering move. You can just go somewhere for like a week, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to give up anything to try this. You can just go try it first and then see how you feel. Yeah. So you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself. Right. No, I love it. Um, And I think your story of moving to Austin from Los Angeles after after you grew up, born and raised uh, your whole life, you were in uh, L.A. County and then you moved to Austin. Um, That was a that's a big step. Uh, But but then you took it even further because you knew that you you could take that big step in the beginning. And then you went on to Medellin. Uh, So hats off to you, Jay. That's a, I I really like it. I I like uh, hearing these types of stories. Um, I trying to do that too. (laughs) So um, yeah, yeah, no, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to uh, be on this episode today. Um, Do you have any, do you have any, I guess, last, um, last statements, anything else you want to say before we close? Uh, I just, I just think, you know, we, we live in like, obviously there's negatives about the moment we're in with the pandemic, but it also brings some positives uh, because more people are working remotely than ever Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. And a lot of companies are also realizing like they've been, I've talked to a few people about this where, oh, we're actually saving money because we don't have to pay for as much office space and like, Mm -hmm. you know, some workers actually get more done because they're not commuting or doing whatever. Right. So I think if there's ever a perfect opportunity to try this, it's right now, you know? Right. Yeah. This is a golden opportunity. Yeah. Completely agree. And I think like some people are already kind of doing that. Uh, People are already flocking the beaches, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, people in Atlanta are going to, oh gosh, what city? Savannah, Charleston. They're already heading there. Mm Um, people in the middle of Florida, they're heading to Daytona beach. Uh, like it's, it's happening already. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, like you said, um, there are definitely, I think there are definitely drawbacks of work from home, um, in terms of productivity or probably not productivity, but also mainly teamwork, uh, communication. Mm -hmm. I think that is the major drawback, but like you said, the advantages of work from home, um, in my opinion, at least really outweigh it. And I think this is a really golden opportunity to work from wherever you feel comfortable, be balanced and adapt the lifestyle. Would you agree with that? hundred percent, man. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Right on, bro. Uh, well, again, I really appreciate it. And, uh, Jay, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Good luck with, uh, all the visa stuff and Lima. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep in touch with you and see how you're doing uh, via social media. Uh, Again, best of luck to you. And thanks for being on the show today. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Ciao.